When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ooh, baby, this week we have a brand new episode for you, and it's real fun. It's just us two chit-chatting, where we talk about Boise again. <laughs> we only mentioned Boise at the end for a brief moment. Well, we spent moment. an we just... hour and a half talking about no, Boise. This is an extra-long episode all about Boise. No. <laughs> no, Meatball talks about how she crashed the Queer Chi Awards. I'm on tour. I'm in beautiful, beautiful Washington State. We listened to some amazing verse mails from you. And we also, we did talk about Tyler Perry at one point and Laura Dernit. Laura Dernit. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you that at one point, Willem was like looking for a lighter at the Queer Tees and she turned to these two like stuck up white gay men and she was like, do you guys have a lighter? And they are like, ugh, no. And I went... Ugh, remember when gays were fun and they both looked at me and went, <laughs> no. And they walked away and she goes, they must be from New York. Enjoy the episode! Hey, it's me, Big Dipper. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I am back on the road doing shows. And I want to invite everyone in New York City to my very special show on Sunday, March 13th at Rock Bar in New York City. The show starts at 8 p.m. I'm doing a full live concert. Also on the bill that night is Chiquitita, drag icon from Brooklyn, and Eddie Wayne, another recording artist who makes amazing music. So if you want a good show, there's going to be a lot of bears there. It's going to turn into a little dance party afterwards. Um, You can get your tickets at BigDipperTickets.com. That again is Sunday, March 13th at Rock Bar. The show starts at 8 p.m. And you can get your tickets at BigDipperTickets.com. Rock Bar is a very awesome, very sexy, very intimate venue. So if you're thinking about coming, get your tickets before they sell out. Bye. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Our number is 2135 Or email us sloppysecondspot at gmail.com Now on with the show I you slap you stupid little fucks You nest little fucks You dirty little fucks You stupid little fucks Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw and that's Big Dipper. I do have a cough. It's not COVID. I think it's just I've been to a, a lot of different climates recently. Oh, yeah? And it gave me a little bit of a throat. Do thing. you need um, a lozenge? Do you need a lozenge? No. 
I have I have coffee and like three LaCroix. I'm ready. <clears throat> I'm feeling very Nikki Blonsky right now. I'm in beautiful Olympia, Washington. She's from Baltimore. <laughs> no, she herself <laughs> is not from Baltimore. No, I'm saying, uh, remember the iconic uh, the, hotel the video? Hotel. <laughs> yes. Why don't you tell I the I see now because you looked out the window. Remember? <laughs> I'm like, it's so gorgeous here because there's like pine trees. It's literally just a parking lot and a highway. And then there's there was a minute where she got famous again just because she was like naive on the internet. She was too pure for the internet. Well, run me, run me the idea here. Run me the idea. So Dipper's on tour, so I'll be doing the talking today. And um, what, what do you mean? I can't, Blonsky, I can't. I can't have a conversation. Uh, Nikki Blonsky got flown, flewed out somewhere, and they put her up in a regular hotel room like let's not it wasn't a suite regular it was regular regular and she gave a hotel tour of a room that is just the regular bathroom little maybe maybe there was a sofa but i don't think there was and then a bed and then she goes in my beautiful view and she opened the window and it was just like a field and then what appeared to be like someone's backyard Right, you like knew that there was like a Carl's Jr. right there. Yeah, like you could see it was one of those situations where it's like, oh, you just find beauty anywhere. And she must have been on PCP or something. Wasn't there? <laughs> like she was I don't delusional. Think she was ever on drugs. But no, she was weird. But this just reminds me because the other day I saw a tweet from her where she was like, "At Lindsay Lohan, hey, I texted you. Uh, you didn't respond, or maybe it was." Amanda Bynes. Either way, and then the next day, Amanda Bynes tweeted, if I'm ignoring your text, please don't try to contact me on Twitter. I'm not interested. Um, Didn't she also, like, in that same hotel video, didn't she, like, show the TV? And she was like, my beautiful TV. And it was like... Yes, she talked about the room the like regular. it was like... It was a like, regular hotel room like you're you're and i've stayed at some pretty nice hotels that would were like regular hotels so i understand where she's coming from it just feels nice sometimes i bet her but that was like a hilton inn express (laughs) i bet her trailer was nicer than that hotel room on hairspray and here's the thing she's known not she's known nothing as good as hairspray since hairspray she Did was she a legit celebrity for a minute. I think she's like popped up in things, but like she's never been the the main character again, you know. But she and that's dark. Yeah, I guess Marissa Jarrett Whitacombs really sort of did the outshining when it comes to the modern day Tracy Turnblatts. No thoughts. Wait, which one was she? Was she the she one from the movie? Did she did Broadway. Oh, are you having trouble remembering her? Uh, yeah. Wait, but Melissa Jarrett Winokur isn't that famous either. But she's been in more things. That's what I'm I saying. I know her from like being on more television stuff. Right. Yeah. Poor Nikki Blonsky. So what, let's talk about so you. What, let's talk about what's being. So what's what, it like being uh, on the? Wait. Let's wait. Let's talk about one thing. Look what I'm holding. Oh, my God. All right. Meepal, what do you have there? I'm holding the Queerty Award. 
Now, am I supposed to have it? <laughs> Definitely not. Who knows? It was just when the event was over. It was still in Willem and I, I. Yeah. Well, I I parked in front of Willem's studio, and so we like Ubered back to the studio together. It was like two blocks, and then I got out, and instead of giving it to her. I feel like I remember being like, I'm just going to keep it. And I think she was like, okay. Or I didn't say anything and I just kept it. Girl, did she pay you dust the whole time y'all hung out? Yeah, she did not want to be with me at all. She, like, it's very clear that she, like, doesn't like me all that much. But Uh, it was, like, fun. I was being, like, super annoying. Well, it was probably that, because what I will say is that you are one of the first names that always comes up anytime we're thinking about a project she's always like how about meatball so she doesn't not like you no it was just like literally i know what my shtick is at award shows screaming being the most annoying person there now did i know i went to the queer tees to accept this award did i know that we were gonna win no had i known would i have been on better behavior yes (laughs) i didn't know you guys were gonna win either i think willem did maybe Maybe once once you got there once we got there, because she knows the guy who ran, who like runs the show, oh. or who like wrote the. Oh, the so he knew the stuff. winners because he wrote. So the he knew the winners. Yeah. So I think we knew the minute we were like sitting up by the stage and they started giving out the awards. But up until then, Mama, when I fell out of the Uber because I couldn't get out of because that hair was so big. The hair was big. Like, and there was you had three some people. Shoes on Diva. Oh, I had some high heels on. Now. I had to get into the car and out of the car like an animal. When I slid out of the car, I put, I went. And how's that different first. from any other day? Because I don't wear a wig in a car usually. So I had to slide out crotch first and three people on the sidewalk were like, can we help you? And I was like, there's literally nothing you can do to help me. There's nothing you can do to get me out of this car. Then we walked up to the thing and there was like a slight line to get in. But I was smart, and I brought COVID tests for me and Willem, so we didn't have to test there. We could, like, test Mm. at her studio and then just walk in. And I walked up to these people full volume and went, ah, and I can't do an impression. You know I'm not an impressionist. I went, (laughs) I am Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Please allow me entrance. And they were like, oh, okay, Alaska. And they were all smiling. And I was like, they have no clue who Alaska is. Like, they they wouldn't know anybody. They were just paid interns to be there. And so they give me oh, my wristband. It. And I, like, walk in. And I see a line for the step and repeats. And I look at Willem. And I was like, are we supposed to wait in this line? And Willem goes, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, but I'm Alaska. I'm nominated for three awards. And I walked to the front of the line and cut everybody off and went <laughs> it's me alaska thunderfuck 5000 i'm nominated for three awards and i would like to do my interviews now and so they were like oh yes alaska and they literally let me cut and as we're cutting we're cutting off someone who's on network television willem's like we're not supposed to cut this guy like he's a big deal and the guy goes it's fine you can go ahead and like gave me a look like i was already wasted i hadn't even had a drink yet um, we do the step and repeats, and then I just start screaming at people. What'd you say? What'd you scream? Well, I saw Denali, and I almost jumped into the water fountain thing, but I was like, in case I do win an award later, I win. I shouldn't be yeah, wet. You're really leading with these eyes here. I mean, Alaska was literally traveling and couldn't be at the award. You went in her stead. We thought it would be a funny goof. 
a funny goof and it for was. the photos. And it was a funny goof for the photos. And I will say there was a couple moments where I was like, these people take this award show very seriously. Honey. And you are making a mockery of it. Well, I met Mr. Queerties, the guy who runs the event. Daniel Tracer. You his name. Maybe. He was like, thank you so much for doing this. We're all excited to see this. And I was like, well, you're looking at it. <laughs> well, maybe if you had some better decorum... Our show, our, uh, that's right, our show would get nominated again. Because, you know, we only got that one nomination. We got that one nomination. But that was when we were doing some more of those investigative journalism. Okay, speaking of, I have my Twitter window open here. Did you see that our good friend 75 Loads beat his 24-hour record this weekend in Atlanta, Georgia? I, I was going to bring that up, yes. What are the numbers clocking in at? Um, from what I saw last night, it was like 86. Well, honey, um, she and then beat I got an it. update this morning from a hundred. Do you see it? A hundred and the last I saw was at 10 a.m. It was at a hundred. So no, I don't know. Well, she beat it. It's one oh eight in 30 hours. Now, if we made a t-shirt that's that said a lot one oh eight in 30 hours. Would you wear it? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's <laughs> let's take a break. Let's take a break. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is... Another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like. It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we're, we're back. back. Oh, you got voodoo donut. I got a whole. Biggity box. Okay, so tell me, how has this tour been? Uh, I just can't imagine eating that many sweets. I'd rather like a box of fried chicken. Yeah, or like I a like box a of ribs. Well, I oh, share, yeah. I mean, this box was, we. I shared it with the band, so. um, How's tour going? I'm old. I'm out of practice. I saw you started this podcast by taking a couple Tylenol. <laughs> you, you don't mean? even drink. My bot No, it's it's about body ache. Now I will tell you Let I did me see go your body, body ache. ache. Body ache. I did go into your Instagram tagged photos to see none. No one's taking any. Pictures. No, there's a couple oh, of you okay. in your new costumes. Oh, sure. We say new costumes. They're newly constructed. They look like all of my. They look exactly I've like ever... the other ones. Yeah, yeah, I literally was like, I thought he got new stuff. Well, it's new to me, and it's new colors. But I, my friend Clay, who made me the jumpsuits, he has like a pattern he makes for those like superhero jumpsuits. Mm. Um, but the overalls with fringe on them are super cute. Yes. And then there's like a big Actually, oversized. Actually, I didn't see that. I saw two oversized shirts and then. There's a big, yeah, an oversized Miro. muumuu, fringy overalls, and then um, the superhero outfit. I'd love to get eyes on these fringe overalls. What'd you say? said, I'd, I'd love to get eyes on these fringe overalls. Oh. I, I'll text you a, a little picky of it. I'll text you a picky of it. It's been good. It's been very exhausting. Um... You know, not to like get, you know, get into it too much, but I basically woke up oh, and I see the overalls. I didn't realize. I thought that that was another loose. Um, I see it. Black you and red. You see the overalls. Yeah. It's a pink yeah. undertone with like a sheer black fringe. You're just wearing top. like um, a large shirt beneath it. So I couldn't tell. It looked yes. like one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure in 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 if I was there, I would look different. 
let me be honest with you. I'm working through something. Like I'm gonna be full, fully transparent, and and I'm like going. I'm like figuring it out. Like, oh yeah, this is what it is. And the other thing is, like, I'm so used to a club performance where you only get five or eight, if I push my time, minutes up on the stage, and so it's you know, you know, it's a live performance that is you know. A one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight punch. One thing after the other after the yeah. other. At a concert, you've got time. You know what I mean? You like do one song and then you vibe on another. And like we've been, I've been playing with this band. I mean, Man on Man, they're a wall of sound. They like play guitars and a synth and they have these like really good like vocals and harmonies and like. it's like a show where you're listening to the music and every time i'm on stage i'm like i feel like i need to deliver a music video of like Mm. what i'm doing and i'm like retraining my brain that it's okay to just like not do a costume change do a song for two and a half minutes and then do another one yeah but girl my computer glitched out on me. I couldn't get my projections to work. I'm so used to like people like. Didn't you just get a new computer? It did, but during the show, as I'm triggering the tracks, the little um spinning rainbow pain- pinwheel came up, and I went over to the computer and I had restarted it just before the show. And I went over to the computer and I saw that and I looked at the crowd and I was like, "You guys, I got the spinning wheel. You know what I'm talking about. So we might be here. Anyone have any questions?" I like I just I couldn't trigger the music because the computer. Any questions was, for the pod? Um, and some guy yelled out and he said, "Are you single?" And I said, "Yes." And he was like, "What are you doing tonight?" And I was like, "I'm doing this, motherfucker." But here's an interesting story. That same how many ju- people have asked where I am? A few. I mean, they know that they're. I'll tell you this: most of the people are there for man on man. Uh, a lot of people are excited that I'm there as well, but I'm like the bonus. I'm the cherry on top. I'm not um, the main course. And, um, you know, some people have said some kind things about you, but you're not not nearly as much as when we I was in Palm Springs. I'll tell you that much. I gotta go. You gotta go? What if I just logged out? <laughs> you're like, bye. Bye. Okay, uh, what were you gonna say? This man came up to me, and it was the same man who's called out, are you single? And he came up to me, and he was like, hey, how are you? Um, I was the one who called that out, and he was like, you stayed at my house 10 years ago. I was like, what's that now? (laughs) So I guess a decade ago or so, maybe nine years, when I was in Portland, I somehow ended up staying at this guy's house with his ex-husband. And, I mean, him and his ex-husband put me up at the house. And then in the morning, he was like, and then we drove you to the airport. Sounds like you. And and I looked at him and I was like, did I suck your dicks? He was like, no. So I've come to collect. Sounds like you. I have Sounds no, no like memory of this. you. That's it. That was my story. You've never crashed somewhere? If they're expecting sex, they get it. 
I don't know that they were expecting sex. And let's be real, I was way less promiscuous and slutty um, when I started um, my performance journey. Journey. We got to take this on the road. You know what I'm saying? The silence? Yeah. Just a long pause. I we got to get us on the road. I, you, I bet you have we any can topics? fill a theater. You have any topics? I do have some topics. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, we, we uh, yes, you and I, let, let's, we spoke on the phone about this. We are going to take this show on the road. Probably this year, maybe early next year. I want to plan it really nice. I want to do a theater, and I want there to. Not, I want people to not have to wear masks. So I think we need yeah. to wait it out a little yeah. bit. Like I don't want to invent. I don't want to like invent our live touring vibe inside of a mask mandate. Not that's not for me, baby. Right, like we I need to be able be. to spit into each other's mouths and share food and do like a Lady in the Tramp contest in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Um. So you did the queer tease, and then what happened? You slept you for mean? two days. Oh yeah, I fully. I was out cold. I didn't do anything. I forgot to make a couple phone calls that I was supposed to make, and um. That was it. I went to the, you know, have you ever been to an outlet mall? Yeah. What do you mean? I just didn't, I guess I had never really been to an outlet mall. I didn't understand. Which did you go to? I went to the Citadel because I got some new information from our good friend Fina Barbital. About which? No, the Adidas store there. Adidas. Carried had all the overstock of the Ivy Park stuff. <gasps> oh, the red, and it, the Valentines. Yeah, they even they had all the red stuff there. I mean, that stuff none of that was in my size. I luckily got the velour tracksuit off of the actual store before they sold out of them. So they were like, "Those aren't coming." But I got I got this matching set. They just had a bunch of the stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I like the Ivy Park stuff, and it always sells out." So I went there and they had it in all the extended sizes. That is so cool. I um not to bring it back to me, but um I have been running into all these issues because like almost immediately in Portland, all of my big sizes of merch sold out. Mm. So I'm like selling chunkita shirts and I only have mediums and smalls left. And I like triple ordered the numbers of double XL and triple XL and they're all sold out. And I feel so bad. I'm like up there showing off my big body and my belly. I'm like, come get a thicky shirt. Come get a chunkita shirt. But and only then... for you tiny little bitches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did I even order the smalls? I don't know. That's how I felt. I'm still sitting on like the first iteration of those meatball shirts with like my face inside the frame i still have two smalls and like three extra smalls that's it five shirts you're concerned with yeah but it's just like why are this where are my skinny fans (laughs) where are my tiny bitches if you're a tiny bitch, DM Meatball, and she will send it to you for no, free. Go to my big cart. She'll sit on the shirt. She'll free. fart into well, it. Fart in it, baby. <laughs> and she'll pack it in a ziploc bag, and she'll send it to you. 
if you're a small person. And if you bought my art in a jar. <laughs> Ooh. Well. Can you report And that? if you. F- yeah. Can you tell me like what it smelled like? Because I didn't put anything in there. It was just like a couple farts in one jar. Not a couple. How do you put a couple in? But you like take it off and hold it right up to the cheeks. It seeps out. If you're reloading that jar, it's seeping out. But in, in practice, it made it and it lasted like three days because you know I tested it. Way, way, way. So you waited three days and then you opened it and smelt it and you were like, I know I who opened it, and it. it. I didn't have to smell it. It smelt itself. It came out. <laughs> I wasn't like looking for the scent. It found me. <laughs> she chased you around the room. She chased me around the room. Deb looked at you, fell over, played dead. She was like, Mom, you I was like, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We got to take a break, and then we're going to get back with some phone calls. And now here's the soothing sound of me chewing on the Queer Tea Award. Why are you chewing on And we're back. Do you know that YouTube video that's like, I don't really want to do the work today. today. I don't want to really do, the, do work the work today. today. What is that from? It's from a musical called Firebringer, I think. And it was by a group of people that put on a bunch of musicals that they write and produce themselves. Firebringer musical, and you can just stream it for t- it's two hours and fourteen minutes. Yes, and that's wow, just you one really part. did know that. Yes, I do know theater, and it was twenty sixteen, and no yes, one is that's like been a thing around for forever. Well, six years, and no one is well, like. Well, it was on. It was on. Do you remember Vine? Remember good old Vine. Yeah, but I'm saying this This is saying it was published in 2016, so it could only have been around for six years. Go on. <laughs> I like when you're hungover even though you don't drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Whatever like this tired. version of you is. Girl, I, that's what I was thinking about because I'm getting ready for that tour in April. Tour tour in april and i was like you she know tore what? it this she t- she tore it she shops at the big girl store honey she shops at torrid torrid um and i just thought like last weekend is a perfect that was like a primer for what that tour will be it'll just be show bus show bus sure. show day off show bus so but i was like okay also i can't be... drink like i was i can't smoke weed like i was like i have to really be focused you'll also be um doing halloween in the spring well see i don't know i'm about to this week is the week that i have to like get my get like the designers for the costumes and the hair started making because i want it to actually look nice this time but i i don't know if i'm gonna do a halloween well you can do did you see the chris christmas queens show no Brooklyn came out and was like, honestly, I tried to do a Christmas number and I just hated it. So here's um, Rain on My Parade. (laughs) And she fucking slayed. 
She wait. Did she do "Rain on My Parade" or "Rose's Turn"? Maybe she did "Rose's Turn." She doesn't strike me as a "Rose's Turn." She's a she's a young ingenue. No, what do they do for "Rose's Turn"? Do I mean what are the lines in that song? Mama's got loud. Mama's that. Oh no, it's not that. Don't don't. I mean, like that? that 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 that's "Don't Rain on My Parade." She she basically came out and did something, and then she did the Celine Dion version of what's the song from Christmas that's like. Fall on your knees. No, a lot about Christmas. Night Divine. Night Divine. And the whole time she did it, she looked gorgeous, amazing, incredible, show-stopping. And she rolled her eyes the whole time. And it was a hilarious thing. Because she, she was but giving see, like no, pageant like... beauty, perfect emotional lip sync, and then every time they would talk about the night when Christ was born, she would roll her eyes because she hates Christmas. But she was on the Christmas parade store. Oh. You cleaning out your phone with that press there? Now I gotta tell you, I saw a man steal from Target the other day, and there was <laughs> here. Can I explain to what happened? Sure. I was looking for a dongle. You know, to connect. I hate dongles. Me too, but I bought one of those little mini mics like you did, and it needs a dongle to plug into my phone. Does yours need a dongle? She's a dongle queen. She's a, it's the exact same one. Okay, so I go to buy a dongle. No one's there to help. I go find somebody in, like, the men's section, and I was like, hey, can someone come over to Electronics and help me find a dongle? And they were like, yeah. And I wait for five minutes, and nothing happens. Then a very sketchy man in a hoodie comes over and starts asking if I work there. Mind you, I'm not in a red shirt. I'm just standing there looking for a dongle. You give Target, though. Leave me, dude. No. (laughs) Um, So he, he asked me some weird questions, like, do you work here? Do you know where this is? I was like, no, I'm looking for a dongle. Do you know where the dongles are? And he was like, no. So he turns a corner, and then I hear a loud crash after I'm, like, still looking through the electronics. And then I'm like, should I go look at what that was? Like, it sounds like something fell. And then I just heard him, like, screaming something and running. And I look around the corner, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, three Target employees arrive. There's an empty, like, plastic case. And he had stolen air duster. But there was three employees there, each on their walkie-talkie saying the same thing. So I was like, oh, this is a prime time for me to be like, hey, can one of you help me find a dongle? They ignored me. Well, they were dealing with the theft. It doesn't take three people to deal with one thing. One person can call security and say, hey, the other person could see me standing there and help me. Also, how'd they get there so fast? They knew I was looking for a dongle. A call had been made. So I clapped. What do you mean you clapped? I went. Which one of you can help me find a dongle? <laughs> and when I told Michael I clapped, he was like, I can't talk to you right now. Do you, like, did Nikki teach you these tactics of how to behave in public? No. Nikki, your they... mother. We're talking about your mother. No, I don't think she did. I think. Who taught I... you to clap at someone who is trying to solve a problem that they don't personally there care about. Three of them, and you're saying. And I must say, I must say, some girl walked. All he stole was air 
Duster. And I will say, before I clapped or said anything, this random girl walked up and asked one of them for help. And they pointed and they went, it's going to be in this, like, the third aisle over. So when I'm standing there, like, on the other side of the aisle, I think, hey, where's the dong? Excuse me. Um, Excuse me. Don't say excuse me. You clapped at them. Where can I find a dongle? And he pointed and he goes, they're over there, but they're more expensive than the Apple ones. Dongle, $42. No, no. So I went to Best Buy. Guess what? I walked in. I said, where's a dongle? Three people to help me. Oh, so your team, your team BB. I think Target's trash. They all say it. You got a voicemail for us to listen to? Yeah. Dongle. <laughs> You clapped at a human who was just trying to work. Three humans who weren't working. They were trying to solve the case of the missing air duster. Okay, now how do I do this? Um, hi, dip ball and meter. This is Nathan. I'm listening to y'all's by episode, and I would have to agree with everyone, and it is the most boring one that I've heard listened for years now. And what's boring is, that he's talking about biphobia and how people question whether he's straight or gay, but then he's literally doing the same thing. He's being a hypocrite with the people that straight men that he is married that he's having threesomes with. He's sitting here doing the same thing towards them. I'm just like, what are we doing here? Anyways, um, love the show. Bye. Oh, guess how he oh. did that? Why couldn't he have stayed calm for once? Instead of flying off the handle. Why is that the first thing? Why is that the first thing that came up? Oh, 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 because it was recently added, and I put that in my in one of my mixes recently, but I had to download it again. Alphaba. Um, gag on that. funny. I liked the wordplay at the end when they said, Bye. I'm talking about bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Okay. You thought it was boring. I guess I my one critique of your critique is it was boring because it was hypocritical? I think it was just, in your mind, it was boring, and then it was also hypocritical. Yeah. So a double negative. Well, I guess you put one on the meatball board for that one. There's a lot more than one for that one. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Meatball. Hey, Dipper. I was just listening to your interview with Zobo about bisexuality in the gay community. Oh, you really and, came to play today, Meatball. Uh, I'm kind of with no, this Meatball one really where it's that. not really a thing that is seriously discriminated against anymore, I believe. I think the bigger issue is gay and queer spaces hiring straight for pay guys like yes. guys who are clearly fully heterosexual on the record for being heterosexual has a wife and kids but it's still go-go know. dancing and taking spots from just as hot but actually queer dudes go-go dancing sex work etc so i think that's the conversation thoughts alphaba um I think about this all the time because I think the, the 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 spaces that I see it most are the queer spaces that don't actually care about queer culture at all. Like, um, like, am I gonna do it? Like the Abbey, 
they have like so many straight go-go dancers. Right. And I'm not sure that it like really bothers me that much. I haven't really put thought into it other than I'm just like, yeah, it's a straight guy who's like obviously comfortable enough with gay people to like perform here and let them touch them. So well, I think I'm not it's, if I'm for or against it. I just have never thought about it. <clears throat> I think it's interesting um, also because like the idea and the definition of queer is really sort of evolving, especially I think with young people, um, you know, folks in Gen Z, a lot of people are like socially queer and like they sort of see themselves as queer in their friend group. But if you break it down to, like, the gender they identify as and who they are sleeping with, it's like they're straight people, but they're sort of in a queer space and they live their life with a queer mentality. And so the more and more that that happens, the more it's hard to sort of go in and you know, really categorize each person as like, oh, you're actually gay, you're gay for pay, you're this, you're that, all these different things, yeah. right? So for me, I think the Abbey is a really interesting example. I've been to the Abbey, I believe, three times in my entire life. And one time it was closed and we were filming something and I went with Willem. So I don't have any experience there. I have heard many, many things about transphobia at the Abbey, about straight people working there and being weird about being objectified or hit on by gay people. Mm -hmm. I've heard tell. I have no firsthand experience of no factual information about it. But I do think it's an interesting thing because it um, it reaffirms internalized homophobia and bigotry within the community because you're saying the hot straight bartender or the hot straight go-go dancer who allows the gays to sort of fondle and admire them for money you're basing your self-worth on whether or not they give you attention. And it's like, that has nothing to do with anything. I don't know if that's what this person is saying. Well, they're saying it's problematic to have gay for pay people in queer spaces. And I think it, one of the reasons it's problematic is because it like reinforces our own internalized bullshit because we're like adoring straight people. Oh yeah, and there and then there it is. I was like, I'm trying to figure out why it would be a problem, and that explains it. Yeah, because it's that whole like, it's the Sean Cody of it all. It's just like white straight men who aren't now. They're all pretty much gay, but like, well, and it's also like we are trying to uplift and celebrate and embrace queer sexuality, and then we're saying like oh, the best version of this is but from a not-queer person. It's just like, give a queer person the job. And let it be a safer space. But again, if that straight person is in the queer community, they just like go home and they're in a straight relationship, is that an issue? Yeah, because like, what if they're an ally? And what if they just like like the attention from men, but like that... Right, I think the only issue is when they're like, um, you know, if they're a go-go dancer, and, and they're like, "You gotta hand me it in my hand." You can if if it like infringes on the oh, job. No, no, no. I let the go-go's that work for me know they're touching cock tonight, boys. <laughs> Do you say that out loud? No, I don't. I actually, um, 
I barely even give them rules. Like, I have them there to dance between the acts, but I'm like, just do whatever you want. Like, a couple of go-go's I've hired, I've gone for, like, a, a lap around the bar in between acts and just seen them talking to their friends. And I'm like, listen, at least they brought people. Like, I was like, at least people are here for you. I don't really care. <laughs> But if you're not well, sweaty, advertise when... that you're gonna uh, get true, true. But if you're not sweaty when you come back into that dressing room, I'm gonna have a problem with you. You're gonna get docked. Yeah, well, you know, if I were to go go dance, all I'd have to do is walk around the bar once, and I'd be full of sweat and full of COVID. Next call. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball, I'm literally in the middle of listening to this. Tuesday is this podcast. Kurt from Glee? Calling the segment. Maybe. Maybe it's called Food Break. How can you not know your own segment? Food oh, right. break. Oh, Anyways, yes. I'm excited for it to come back. Love you. Well, I think Bye. it was called, we called it snack time because of the other podcasts. We previously it it is a it is a um, minorly known fact that we had previously had a, pr- a previous engagement with another network in which we had a podcast. Another that, network that I saw at the Queer Tees. Okay, and where they saw me win an award. Okay. <laughs> Not you. You did not win. I <laughs> am Alaska. I was a nightmare. I do, oh, at, so at a couple points. I saw Willem side eyeing me, and I was like, <laughs> "I've gone too far." She was like, "But I can't stop." <laughs> the idea has eaten itself. Okay, so on the previous show, we had was it called Sex Stories and Snack Time? Yeah, sex stories, snack and, time. And then we, instead of the S's, we changed it to F's. F- oh my F's. Oh my goodness. We changed it to F's. So, so then it it's called Food fu- Break and Fuck Talk. Food Break, yeah. Speaking of Food Break, let's take a break right now. You see how I did that? Laura Dernut. <laughs> He's okay. on the stage. Laura Dernut. <laughs> I love make that. Any sense? That's like if Tyler Perry as Medea went to a drag club and saw a white drag queen with like stringy hair and was like, "Your name must be Laura Dernut as Medea." Was that a good Medea impression? I just did. <laughs> just like a boppy old Southern lady. Did you watch the new Medea movie? No, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the clip of her as Beyonce, and then there was like a lot of Twitter discourse being like, Medea really is just like RuPaul for straights. RuPaul for straights. Well, there is, it is, it is interesting because I think when Tyler Perry first had that huge, you know, when, when Tyler Perry really leapt from stage to screen, right? Like obviously very successful career touring around stage plays. Um, And then when the Medea movie started happening, of course, a lot of people were talking about rumors of him being gay because he does does drag. Because he does faggy shit. But like, it is interesting. Isn't Dame Edna, like OG purple hair drag queen, a straight person? A straight transphobic man, yeah. Giggity gag. I, and, did I tell you about the time I okay? So I was living in New York, and my f- roommate at the time worked at like the New York Post or something. 
And we got tickets to go see her opening night of her Broadway show. Uh-huh. Or like, and it, it wasn't opening night. Maybe it was previews. But it was bad. Like the bad, Dame bad, Edna bad, show? Bad, bad. Yeah, the Dame Edna music. Well, yeah. It was just like, she was just sit- sitting in the center of the stage for the entire thing. And like, kept forgetting her lines. And would just like, try to vamp. And no one was laughing. Someone fell asleep. It was... It's not a good show. And I had, up until that point, had, like, thought that Dame Edna was, like, hilarious. Sometimes you see how the sausage is made, and then you don't want it. They say don't meet your heroes, so log off. You know who's funnier is Dina Martina, and I think. Dina Mother Fudging Martina. Add her to the guest list, although she probably doesn't do interviews. I know, I've tried. She's like, nar, nar, thank you. Do you have another Next voicemail? <laughs> Hello, Meatball and Dipper. I've had this question for a long time and have wanted to call in, but I felt embarrassed by it. Um, so I'm a non-binary person, um, definitely leaning towards the trans mask side of it. And my dream would to be able to go cruising, like, truly like a gay man because that's if I had to ascribe myself to any gender outside of non-binary like I truly feel like a gay man at heart but I'm not sure how to go about that because I feel like I for sure wouldn't be accepted and I already know there's a lot of trans mask people who get shit on for being on Grindr or apps like that and so I've definitely steered away from that because I feel like the second I get any sort of negative interaction, I'm just going to be like, nope, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't want to die without having had the opportunity to cruise. Also, I definitely feel like a switch, but I feel more like a top. I feel like I've been a bottom out of obligation. Um, but yeah, any advice, any conversation about this would truly be beneficial to me. Uh, and probably other people too. So thank you. Goodbye. Dipper. Um. So I am going to Seattle tonight, and this is very interesting. I went, I went upon an internet search, and I looked at Seattle, and tonight there is an event at the Steamworks Bathhouse. Called Genderfuck. Uh, All gender inclusive play party celebrating the transgender fluid and non binary community. Free membership for all trans customers from 10 p.m. until 4 a.m. And I know that, you know, the conversation was more about like cruising out in the world and like having that moment, but this could be a way where. You know it's sort of like inclusive, empowering, and safe. Yeah. To vibe out that idea. And a bathhouse is a different thing. You know, there's going to be way more nudity. A lot of people are going to be like, you know, it's going to be less like you're sizing someone up out in the world and sort of playing with it. It's like everyone in that space is kind of ready for sex in some way, shape, or form. Yes. But I thought that was cool. And I have, you know, hope 
that more spaces like that exist that are a little more um, inclusive in general. Uh, what do you think? I would agree. I was going to say something similar. I was like, find a cruising spot that you feel safe in or that you've heard from other people in your community is open to that because the worst part about cruising is being rejected i feel yes so you and really and like if your first time is in a space where it's just that you just feel like you're uncomfortable to begin with before even stepping in it's going right. to taint the whole experience so i think maybe like dipper is saying like find parties for that ha- that are geared towards people of your community well i or, and also, like mix and match the community too you know mix and match i actually have okay two things i want to say about cruising um i have noticed that i sometimes get frustrated when i'm cruising people or i'm at a sex party and i want something because i have such a fear of rejection i never make the first move I will follow someone around. I will make strong eyes at them. I will nod at them. I will put my hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Siskel. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two hand touch. You're out of bounds. You like it rough. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my waffle house house browns. Remember that song? No. Um... You and me, baby, ain't, ain't nothing, nothing but, but mammals. mammals but like, that's what that song it. is. Well, Bloodhound Gang. Um, and so I'll do all of those things, but I will like not walk over and reach out and touch someone because I don't want to get rejected. So that fear of rejection is like, that's intense. I do think if you have a friend that you are sexual with, that you get sexy with, who likes the idea of cruising... You should go cruise in public with them. But let me just say this. The cruise is not a kiki moment. When I I have seen people who are clearly like they have their wing person for a little cruise moment. And they're like going, Matt, 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 where are you? <laughs> or they'll like bump into one another and they'll be like, um... Oh, I know that to be true. Remember when I was in Amsterdam, baby, down there screaming? And then or Andrew, they'll bump, Andrew, they'll bump Andrew. Into, they'll bump into one another and they'll be like, "Oh my god, that dude has the fattest dick." And you're like, "Bro, like, just let the vibe be the vibe, girl. You don't need to like, like, text each other about it or like have like a little unspoken language. I just don't like when people get loud." And I also don't Let's like... get loud. I think maybe that's why I'm not good at cruising, because I'm always like, hey, over there. Look over there. Um, It's also like, I like the vibe to be the vibe. You know what I mean? I like it to be a little low key. I don't like it to be talkative. I don't like it to be like giggly. I want it to feel like we're here to do sex. Absolutely. But have fun with it. Make it you your know, own. Have fun and make it your own. So I guess at the end of the day, I I honestly do think if you dolls. have if if you do have a sexy friend, you could make it fun to be like, do you want to meet at the park like separately and like create your own cruising experience? And maybe people around will watch and join in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make it feel I, spontaneous. 
I definitely have some friends who are like, take me out and fuck me in the woods so that people see I'm down to get fucked, and then you like open the door. Yes. Hi, Slops. Calling in from Chicago. And not to beat a dead horse, but I think Liza with a Z lends itself to the great Boise debate. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's Boise with an S, not Boise with a Z, because Boise with a Z goes Z, not S. It's S instead of Z, C instead of Z. It's simple as can be C, Boise. Anyway, goodbye. Wait, and then there's this one. Oh. What? <laughs> Come on, la, 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 la. The Taco Bell meat is not vegetarian. Ah. <laughs> Even in Boise and in Baltimore's meat. Oh, I'm really hungry. Give me Gucci. Get to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm really hungry. Give me Gucci. Get to eat. eat. I'm going to say, you know what? Consider that stolen. Gucci cat to eat. I'm putting that in a song. You're going to do it to la, 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 la. I'm on the hunt for some Bucci cat to eat. eat. <laughs> Yo. Okay, and those are the last two. I want to hear the Boise with the C, Boise with the S, not Boise, Boise with, with the, the Z. S. I know, I'm sorry. I want to hear that sung at full volume, because she really snuck away from her work desk after she had- um, Oh, that was in not... the bathroom at work. <laughs> she like she was like spending all day like not doing accounts receivable, like writing the parody, and then stuck into the desk. She was like, it's Boise with the with S, the S not, not Boise, Boise with, with the Z. Because <laughs> Boise with the S, S goes, goes not, not Z. Z. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. I'm here in beautiful Olympia with the most amazing view of a parking lot. And, you know, I'm just feeling like, good morning, Washington. And I'm here in Los Angeles where it's about to rain with my Queerty Award that I won. You Listen didn't. to me chew it one more time. You didn't win it. Why don't you hit us with the outro? All right. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Our email is sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Or you can call in with a fuck talk story or just to chat or to sing a song or to ask <gasps> us questions. The 213-536-9180. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod. Our personal Instagrams are Spiciest Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. You can follow us on Twitter at Big Dipper Jelly and Fat Drag Meatball. Or on TikTok, Big Dipper Jelly. And Meatball the Drag Queen. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Good bye. It was pretty good until the end. Bye. Doodle doo doo forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.